0: I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI and WGBH in Boston. The president of Myanmar said today that his government will build on the sweeping reforms it launched last year. One sign of those changes is an easing of press censorship in Myanmar, which is also known as Burma. The president has even talked about the importance of the press as a social watchdog. Quite a change from a half century of authoritarian military rule. The world's Mary Kay Magstead spoke with journalists about what it's like to work in Burma today. This newsroom in the back hallways of a down-at-the-heels Yangon hotel is cramped and basic. But the news and commentary that comes out of here is sharp, widely read, and respected.
1: I'm a fan of uh, Voice down
0: That's The Voice Journal, a news weekly. This fan is a young doctor named C. Tarah.
1: Most of the issues the journal mentioned are politics and some sensitive issues in compared with the past.
0: The Voice was among the first news organizations to try pushing the boundaries when it started publishing about seven years ago. Ziya Thu is deputy editor. He says things started loosening up around the 2010 elections but have accelerated over the past six months since pro-democracy opposition leader Aung San Suu Kyi who spent all but seven of the past 23 years under house arrest, met with President Thane Sain.
1: Even after the election, we write about the Aung San Suu Kyi and put our photo on the front page, and then we have been banned. But two months later, we can publish Aung San Suu photo anywhere and any size. She becomes the cover girl.
0: I've been seeing that, yes. How, how does that feel to you as an editor and as a journalist?
1: Of course, we have to be responsible for our content, but we want to write everything, you know. That is a new-form freedom, and I think it has been unheard of in our country for like 50 years.
0: It was 50 years ago tomorrow that a military coup started decades of repressive military rule. For much of that time, all of Burma's media were government-run, and most of the broadcast media still are. Editor Theha Shaw, who's 60, once served as foreign news desk editor for the government wire service. He got kicked out after supporting the 1988 pro-democracy movement. But by then, the government was starting to give licenses to privately owned publications. So he joined a monthly business magazine and is now chief editor of a political news weekly called Open News. He says things are more open now, but censorship still exists.
2: First, you must submit your paper, all printed, or at least computer printouts, to the press scrutiny office. So there were junior officers who would take a look at all these pages, including advertisements and pictures and everything. And they were scrutinized every single page, and then when they saw something they didn't really like, it. we were told to take out or change and reformat the pages, etc.
0: What's different, he says, is that fewer publications need to submit to pre-publication censorship – Political magazines like his still do. He says about 10% of his content still gets spiked, which is better than when whole editions were scrapped. And articles now sometimes make it through that are critical of some government policies. Tihar Shaw says the government recently told editors it's considering a new media law that would abolish pre-publication censorship completely. Great, he says, but there are still way too many laws that, while unevenly enforced, limit free expression. Especially in electronic and social media, he gives the example of Coco G, a student leader from the 1988 pro-democracy movement, who was jailed again for participating in the 2007 pro-democracy demonstrations. He was one of hundreds of political prisoners released last month.
2: He got six or five years in 2007 for what? Fifteen years each for four emails. So that law is a tool to punish people they don't like. <laughs>
0: Of course, most people in Burma who send emails or post on Facebook or Twitter don't have this problem, nor usually do publications with an online presence. Still, journalists have been imprisoned for what they write. Nine were released with other political prisoners in January. Three remain in prison. Reporters Without Borders last year ranked Burma 169th out of 179 countries on press freedom. But things are changing fast, says Zeya Thu, deputy editor of The Voice.
1: Now the line is hazier, you know. You don't know where the line is. In the past, you know you cannot write about human rights, you cannot write about Aung San Suu Kyi. But now, you don't know. So maybe they delete some parts of the news pieces. But you don't know which part they will cut out. You just cover.
0: Now, as Yathu says, the journalists here are busier because there's more to cover, more issues that are no longer off-limits. The challenge now, he says, is to train them up so they better understand how to cover issues like human rights, politics, economics, and how to report rigorously, fairly, and ethically. Journalism is a young profession in Myanmar, and these are early stages of what Zeya Thu hopes will be a new era. News media like his are now pushing through their reportage to try to ensure that it is. For the world, I'm Mary Kay Magstad, Yangon, Myanmar.